almost, we almost just recorded a whole episode on mute. Yeah, that would have been worse than two days in a row. <laughs> episode you can't even use. Anyway, welcome to the Deep South Bourbon Podcast. That's what that's what we're gonna call it here. Episode one. Uh I know we have zero viewers right now, but eventually we may have some viewers that recognize us. Oh yeah. As Bama Bourbon and Rowdy Rody from TikTok. Um so we're just gonna try to get together on somewhat of a regular basis, probably try to put out weekly episodes. We'll have some guest appearances from other uh TikTok friends, maybe family members that are into bourbon. Yeah. Um, and some other folks that, you know, we'll just discuss anything from bourbon to family life to, I know we've got an episode that'll be coming up talking about men's mental health. Um, so just anything and everything and try to get away from the normal bourbon TikToks that are all about what flavors you're tasting <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. you're more so just going to get the, it's good or it's not for yeah. me anyway. That's that's same with me as well. I'm going to either tell you if I like it or I don't. Yeah, so. uh, that's pretty much how I am. I, I mean, I'm starting to get to the point where I can taste some flavor notes. Yeah. But I'm a firm believer in just because I taste it doesn't mean you're going to. Right. So everybody's going to have their own tasting notes. So I guess to start, uh, Zach, how did you get into bourbon? Um, Well, it started off at the fire department. Uh, during a December allocation day here in Alabama, uh, one of the firefighters, he's like, hey, I need you to put my put your name in there. If you get drawn, I'll work for you uh, that shift. Or uh, So I was like, okay, sure. And then after kind of putting my name into the drawing and me and him just talking on shift, uh, kind of got me interested in it, so... Went out, bought me some bourbon that he uh, told me uh, a couple different bottles that uh, I would possibly like. And one of his favorites at the time was the Russell Reserve 10-year. So that's probably one of the first bottles I've bought and uh, really enjoyed it. So it just kind of took off from there. Uh, shortly after I met you, uh, you gave me some bottles and... Yeah, I enjoyed it, so I started collecting, going hunting, and now we're here. So, so would you would you say that the Russells was kind of like the bottle for you that was like, oh, I actually like this stuff? Yeah, because like you know, in high school, we get Jack Daniels or some Jim Beam, and we're taking shots of it. And you just remember those days. It's like. I don't know. I don't, I don't like whiskey. <laughs> but now, actually, you know, putting in a nice Glencairn or whatever cup you like to use and really just kind of just sipping it, sipping on it, you know, within yeah. that 30 minutes to an hour and really trying to focus on different tastes and flavors and uh, and what I liked and disliked about it. So, And it the Russell's is a lower, lower proof. Uh, well, what 90, I think it is 45.5. Yeah, it's right at 90. Yeah. So, uh, I know there's lower proof bourbon, but that one was really good. And I, that's one of the bottles I'll always have on my shelf. 
Yeah, so I'm a big believer in that proof doesn't always mean hot, right? So that was something I learned kind of moving along and finding different bourbons is, yeah, some of it, some of the high proof stuff uh, tends to be a a little hot. um, But I found that if you find a good quality, high proof uh, bourbon, that some a, a lot of times the burn isn't there. You just get a lot of the flavor without all the heat. And that's real, like a good bourbon right there. Yeah, right. So and I think that was something that, you know, starting out is like, oh, okay, I'm going to try some of this higher proof stuff. And you, you grab a higher proof bottle that's <laughs> 30 bucks. And it's like, okay, that's, that burns. that's not good. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like that. Nothing. <laughs> that's like a lot of people like the Evan Williams bottle and bond 100 proof. I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't, I don't think it goes down that easy. Um, I mean, it does have some good flavors to it, but it's one that you kind of, I, I kind of choke it down at the end. Yeah. And like, what is it? 17, 20 bucks. Yeah. 18 bucks or something like that. I, that's another bottle I had and I enjoyed it. Um, it's a good $17 bottle, but like you said, you don't really have all those, like flavors that you're looking for sometimes and some of your more expensive or just, and some of those bottles don't have to be really expensive, you know? Um, yeah. So what, what you find though, is that they're not expensive, but they are. So they're not expensive if you find them at the store at the ABC store on an allocation yeah. drop. But if you have to buy them on the secondary market, they are they expensive. They go up. But that's why they're expensive, right? Is, yeah. you know, you get the, I I see the comment a lot. More money doesn't mean more better. And to a sense, you kind of have to go back and be like, okay, but it's not supposed to cost more money. Like it's still a $49 bottle and it's really good. And that's why on secondary it's more money. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, sometimes it seems like we're paying a lot of money for good bourbons, but only because we're in a situation where you, you really want to try it. And the only way to try it is to pay yeah, more than retail for it. For sure. Like, um, the one Oh seven I'm looking at over there. Um, I know what MSRP is 40. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's up to like 45 or 50 yeah. here in Alabama now. But if I saw it for a hundred, I would probably get that. That'll probably be my max, but I'll probably pay a hundred for it because I really enjoy 107. Well, considering that most places I see it now, it's like 199. Yeah. If, if I see it in a private store in Alabama, it's like 200 bucks now. Yeah. If I find it for a hundred bucks, I'm buying it. <laughs> for so, sure. Uh, especially because the Weller Antique is one of those ones that uh, around here. So where we're at, East Chase is going to be the only place that gets it on on an allocation drop. Yeah. And when they do. If you're not in line at five o'clock the night before you're, you're not getting one. I remember the first time I ever went to East chase, I showed up at four o'clock in the morning and I was wow. number 27 on the wow. list. And I was like, how, it, that was my real first experience with people literally sleep in the parking lot. Yeah. And I did do that for this year's well, <laughs> annual drop. But you had you got a lot of good bottles, and I probably would have done the same if I wasn't at work. I would be out there, and like it ain't just camping out, you know. Like 
you're there with other bourbon guys and gals and like you're talking and sipping different bourbons, different store picks of people that they pick. And you just enjoying that good time and fellowshipping with everyone. Man, we had a whole fire pit. Yeah. We had a fire going in the dang (laughs) parking lot. In and that was at Montgomery. East Chase? No, so or... I thought it was East Chase. I went to East Chase. I was like, dude, there's no one in line. Oh, I bet. I, it was... I was like, I'm going to be number one. And so then, <laughs> so then I pulled I pulled the app up to look, and I was like, I got to make sure I'm at the right place. And it was the Eastern Boulevard. That's it. So yeah. at oh, noon. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so at noon on that Friday, the drop was 8 o'clock. Saturday morning Mm -hmm. at noon on the Friday, I drove by and I was like, if I get in line right now, what number am I? And they were like 19. Right. And so I was like, Oh man, let me call my wife and see if she can get the kids from school. And she couldn't, she had houses to show. And I was like, Oh no. Right. So, Mm. uh, so I went, I, I came home, got the kids, got, you know, kids fed and all that stuff. And, about four fifteen, four thirty, I headed back up there. So around five o'clock I was actually in line and between noon and five so just- I went from nineteen to thirty-four. Wow. And so <laughs> I'm not gonna say the exact time that the number one guy showed up because I'm gonna I'm gonna be there before him next year. There you go. <laughs> but um, if I had to guess it would probably be mm. Maybe early Friday morning or thir- even Thursday night. <laughs> it was Thursday. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and he was number one, but dude, he, he got an old rip. I know. Even in the walk-up line. Yes. So if, yeah, I'm, I'm saying all this, assuming I don't get a spot in the lottery again next year. Right. Let's because, just hope at least one of us or both of us would be nice. I mean, if you get a lottery spot, I'm still getting in the walk-up line. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so, well, that's but, uh, like uh, one of our buddies here. He got 31 in Auburn. And yeah, and I'd, he ended up working. I'd, he ended up working out to get stuff for other people. But yeah, I wish I had known he was doing that well, because <laughs> I asked him, and I never heard from him. I was like, I sent him a whole list, <laughs> but I guess I was like, come on. Uh, but I, so I ended up, I ended up walking out of there with barrel proof E.H. Taylor, um, stag junior, Elmer T. Lee, a couple other things. So, and all those were at MSRP, all of them. Yeah. So, so Elmer T. Lee for 38 bucks. Yeah. That's here in <laughs> Alabama. That, that's the only way you're getting Elmer T. Lee for 38 bucks. So I was actually pretty shocked at how much stuff was still left i missed getting a weller single barrel by one person the guy right yeah we were all peeking through the windows waiting for our time to go in and so i kind of had figured out what i wanted because i could see the barrel proof eh taylor was still there and there was like there was still like 30 bottles of it and uh so i was like okay that's what i'm gonna get and they did have some straight from the barrel of Blanton's, but value wise, I was like, okay, secondary, I can get that for much less than I can get a barrel proof VH Taylor for. And I walked up and both me and the guy in front of me, we'd been chatting all morning and, uh, we walked up and we were like, Oh, 
didn't see that from the window. And he goes, yeah, I'll take that. And I was like, you don't have another one of those, do you? And she's like, nope, that was the last one. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me, man. Wow. So, I know he was happy, though. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you were 19 in line. You could have got one. At 19 in line. You I probably might, could have got some. <laughs> I might have still gotten a CYPB. There was still CYPB on there. And at that time, I would have probably still taken the CYPB over the single barrel just because I wanted it more. Yeah. The single barrel was one that, so n- now I would take the single barrel. Just because, because right I'm, behind me, as you can see, he has them. They're open and he's tried them. So, so but th- what I had heard prior to was that if you have a store pick 107 or a store pick foolproof or something, oh, you've already got a single barrel. It's not worth chasing. Hmm. But then when I got it, man, I realized like, out of the the six, let's exclude William Larue Weller from <laughs> from the discussion because that's on a whole other level of difficulty to find. Yeah, but of the six colored label Wellers, they uh, I think five of them or four four of them. There's five different proofs, so your special reserve and twelve year I believe are the same same proof. And it's sitting at ninety. Yeah, so they're both ninety. And then if the 107 is, of course, 107, mm-hmm. foolproof's 114, CYPB's 95, yep. and the single barrel's 97. So they, they're they all different. And then the 12-year on, on top of that, like, if you put 12-year and uh, special reserve in front of me, I could pick the 12-year out. Yeah. Easily. It just, it's the most unique taste out of all of them. So it, really, yeah. So it, instead of so it has the sweet wheat flavors to it, but it also has like this leathery, maybe oak, oaky finish to it because it's older. Yeah. So, um, and that's maybe why you get some people like don't even waste your time on Weller Twelve. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So like Ryan, Ryan dogs on it a lot, right? Yeah. And uh. I don't, I like it, dude. When, when I got it, when I first got it, I think I made a post in the neighborhood group. I said, this is my favorite Weller. Yeah, right I, now. Think, I think I do remember that, actually. And somebody was like, have you tried CYPV yet? And I was like, no. Well, now, of course, I have to go get one <laughs> because someone's <laughs> telling me it's better. Right? Yeah, right. So uh, I managed to get a hold of one through a trade and then found another one the very next day. Got a phone call from the local store. Wow. Hey, got a CYPB if you want it. And I was like, uh, yeah, I do. I do yeah, want it. For and sure. <laughs> so, and then managed to get my barrel proof EH Taylor back by getting the second CYPB. <laughs> so, That's nice uh, though. Two CYPBs. Yeah. A lot of movement to just have the same bottles that I bought, but whatever. <laughs> um, and funny, we were talking about Weller 12 uh, yesterday. My uh, captain, um, he was talking about he had a Weller 12. He's already done opening up. He probably had it for a couple of weeks. He's he's down to like this much of the bottle, and he knows I want to try it. I have one, but I haven't opened it yet. So uh, this morning he gave me the bottle of the Weller 12. About has about maybe two or three pours left. Nice. So I really appreciate that. So yeah. I may. So I'm gonna 
taste that today and see what I actually think before I, uh, if I end up liking it, I'll open up mine. If not, you might get another Willard 12 if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. I'll trade you something. Yeah. Kind of like the, uh, like we, we made a trade or going to make a trade today and I brought some bottles over. Yeah. Yep. And I've got an extra barrel proof E.H. Taylor and I got a uh, Weller full proof and a Elmer T. Lee. So, and, and hopefully one of those is going to help me get a straight from the barrel blends. <laughs> oh, I see. See, I tried. Uh, I put yeah, it on there. I, I, had, saw. I, had, I, had, I didn't really have a lot of hits, but um, I did have a couple for like a stag. And I've only tried one stag. I know there's 18 of them, but the uh, one I had was a stag 17. Okay. And um, I don't know if it was, I didn't really enjoy it. It was real, real hot. Yeah. Um, which I think that was a one, it was a batch 17. So that's a 128.7, I believe. Yeah, so or like point six. Well, I have the eighteen, yeah, batch eighteen. I've heard that one's it's one thirty one, and yeah, there's some heat to it. So one of the tricks I've kind of learned with the higher proof stuff is, especially the first time I open it, if I'm not sure how it's gonna finish, yeah, if it's gonna finish kinda. real hot or not. So I'll take first sip of a high proof bourbon like that, and I'll let it sit in the front of my mouth, uh, just right at the tongue, tip of the tongue, yeah let it sit there for a second and then swallow it. And I find that that kind of, especially on the tongue kind of mellows the heat out a little bit and then makes the next sip go down much smoother. Gotcha. Yeah. And that might have been my problem. Someone sent me a handshake, a little two ounce handshake. And, um, so I poured about half of it, just kind of taste it and, it was good, but it's just not something I would pay secondary for. Um, right. But I would probably pay secondary for another statement. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I know where there is one right now yeah. for secondary that I could buy. But Yeah. Um, I know I saw some over here at our local. Yeah, well, but... <laughs> that's where I'm talking about. And uh, maybe you so... could talk them down because I think it's what. I think I saw it for like three well, ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you something that he wouldn't want on here. So yeah. <laughs> when we're done, I'll I'll tell you. Gotcha. But uh, anyway, so, so talking about secondary and allocations and all that stuff, let's talk about Alabama's new lottery system. So for those that don't know, Alabama is state controlled, but they do allow for private stores. The private stores have to pay the same price for bottles as we pay. They just don't pay the tax on it until they've sold it because we pay the tax on it. Something like that yeah. um, so might not be a hundred percent accurate there, but it makes it really difficult for private stores to be competitive. The only way they're competitive is that they stay open later than seven o'clock yeah. and they're open on Sundays. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they open earlier than the ABC stores since they don't open till like 11. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, so basically it's a single shift store. The ABC stores are 11 to 7. 11 to it's seven. an eight hour shift. They yeah. don't have to staff multiple shifts of people. Keeps their costs down. Yeah. Uh, so 
but what that means is allocated products that go through the private stores. So the, the state controls the distribution, but they don't control the price. So a lot of other states like North Carolina, they control the distribution and the price and all the stores. There are no private stores in North Carolina. Wow. And then I know in Ohio, they have private stores, but the state controls pricing. So in Ohio, they can't charge over the state allowed MSRP. I wonder if I would like that better than. They're also not supposed to hold bottles for people, but I can tell you 100%. I know for a fact, especially like the higher ups, like say in Ohio. I mean, there's a bottle sitting over there on that shelf that was held for someone. Oh, (laughs) um, but anyway, so back to Alabama, we have what's called the, um, lottery system here and we do monthly allocation drops, or at least last year it was monthly Mm -hmm. and every third Saturday. Well, and and so on top of that, even in December, when we have the lottery there, there was still the normal monthly allocation drop. Okay. So now they've eliminated not only that one, but also the one in March, June and September, right? Yeah. In September. So now they're going to do quarterly lotteries in March, June and September. And then they're going to do the big drop in December still. But in all the months now that have lotteries, there's no monthly drop. Yeah, it's, it's just you have to put in your name and hope for a for them to draw your name. Right, and so of, like I don't know how that's going to work either because there's a place to register. It's not available yet. I guess it's not yeah, available until February sixth. Yeah, and, I was looking for it. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going because. Last year, I forgot to even put my name because it's still, I'm still kind of new to it. This would have been my second year that I was able to put my name into the December drawing. Totally forgot. (laughs) So don't let me forget this year. Well, so (laughs) not this past year, but 2021, I didn't even know about it until one of my buddies was like, hey, I got a spot in the lottery. I was like, what are you talking about? All I know about is the monthly drops. And he's like, no, dude, there's a lottery. But Anyway, so I don't know if you just register once for the whole year now or if you're going to have to register quarterly and for the annual drop too. Like, so it'll be something that we have to pay attention to. But yeah, I I don't know how I feel about it, man, because I know when they do the monthly drops, it's 100% up to me. Do I want to get up and go get in line? Yeah. When they do the quarterly lottery, even if I want to go, like, like they are – you got a, like, you have, what, 22 stores, I think it is? Yep. What if your name gets drawn at Gulf Shores? <laughs> well, I'm hoping that they're going to release the bottle list like they do. Yeah, so you can annual. at least know what bottles before. Yeah, so they, for the annual, they release a bottle list, but they don't tell you how much they're getting, yeah. just what could be on the table when you get there, um, depending on what line, yeah. what place in line you are so if you're number one everything on that list will be available to you um and then there's just the limits on what you can get from each table bottle number wise um but they are going to have 50 walk-up spots there's going to be 50 winners 
they're saying 50 walk-up spots, but that that will be determined based on availability. So now they're basically saying there's the potential that there's going to be 200 bottles available. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been to a monthly drop where there was 200 bottles available to purchase. The only time was when they had the mini Blanton's <laughs> 120 well, of those. Yeah. That's the only time. And they let you buy two of those yeah. on top of the other two bottles. Yeah. And so, so, and I know like Chris, he went the next day or two days after and they still had some mini Blanton's left over. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Well, it's, it's the novelty of it, right? There's, yeah. There's I, some people that uh, I like to have them because I like to give them to people as like, like I took one up to Matt and I buy them because at $10 a piece, they're not yeah. really worth and, it. Yeah. Right. You think what was that? A little 50 milliliter. Yeah. So in our like state, <laughs> our state price on Blanton's right now, 60 bucks. So yeah, $10 a piece, they're not really worth it, but they're, no. they're cool for friends. Yeah. And that, that when Ryan came down, I gave him one of mine, and then uh, when Tyler, he also came down, and I guess they don't get them really, or they don't see them, so I yeah. gave him one of those, and I'm down to three. I want to get some more, just because they're so cool, and like um, like you said, you just can hand them out as like little gifts, little stock, good, perfect stocking stuffers. Well, you might have the opportunity to get more, because I'm worried that <laughs> with these quarterly lotteries... Mini blankets and stuff might <laughs> yes. be the only thing that's available on the regular monthly drops. See, and that's the thing, like, you got those three months. All the other months are going to be, like, the other nine months are going or, no, eight months because you got December as well. Yeah. Um, they're probably going to be very, your simple Eagle Rare, Buffalo Trace, possibly blends. Well, like, <laughs> this, this month was pretty bad so yeah it was what, the, what was well they had the kc12 i would have got another yeah. one of those but that bottle is on up in price compared to some of like oh for msrp yeah, for MSRP. yeah and, and i don't i don't think it carries its value yeah compared to some of the other bottles that you can get at like eagle rare i probably i, I probably enjoy that one better than the kc12 Oh, absolutely. And, <laughs> and when we get it, it's $32 or yeah, something like that. So 32 bucks, of course. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it all plays out, but, um, I'm not excited, not, not, uh, optimistic, yeah. I should say about what the monthly drops are going to look like. And then that really sucks because you're not, nobody's guaranteed a spot in the lottery. I'm guaranteed that if I'm willing to get up early and go get in line, yeah, especially you're get a bottle. Yeah, especially here in Prattville, I know if I'm in line by six o'clock. Oh yeah, I'm definitely getting something. Yeah, um, even by seven, seven thirty, eight See, o'clock, I know. you could still get something that's allocated, but it won't be the most allocated yeah. stuff. That's right? kind of like I did go on the allocation where they had the one hundred seven, but I got off that morning, and we don't get off till eight. But luckily. When the guys came in at like seven thirty, and it's right down there, so I got over there about seven forty, I would say. But that time they had the one hundred seven, the Special Reserve, Buffalo Trace, Eagle Rare, Blanton's. Luckily, 
I knew I wasn't going to get a 107 just because where I was at. I think I texted you. I was like, I was at 21 or whatever. Yeah. But I was still able. I got the last special reserve and the last uh, last Blanton. So I was happy with that because I didn't have to wait long at all in right. line. I would have loved to get a 107, but people were up there uh, that time about 4, 3 in the morning. What was funny is like that was the one where you're like, yeah, I'm going to go over there if I get off on time. And I went to Millbrook. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, I was like, oh, Millbrook won't have a line at all because everyone's going to be in Prattville. So I went to Millbrook, got a Blanton's with box and bag and traded it for a 107. Really? <laughs> so, wow. So like, that's a good trade. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I'll just, I'll go get that. People around here love Blanton's. Well, so people around here love the secondary value of Blanton's. Yeah. And so that guy thought he was getting a deal. Yeah. I guess on so. secondary to secondary value, which, he was. 120. Yeah, yeah. He, he was getting the better end of that deal. True. But 107 is so much better. <laughs> right. And and I think other people, the reason why they get the Blanton's is because of what the bottle looks like um, for the, like their husbands or their significant other. Well, and then, I know I noticed a lot of people during Christmas or. Well, and date chasers, right? They date, chase the yes. dates on them. Yes. Um, that is true. You did that. I did. Uh, <laughs> I posted a video. It was a one twenty, but luckily for me, I got that for a MSRP value. Uh, well, plus the shipping, and it was a one twenty seven, which is the same. The year wasn't the same as my wife's birthday. Yeah. That'd be really cool if I could find a one twenty seven ninety three, but I don't think that would yeah, happen. Good luck. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, and we opened it up on her birthday. Uh, and she actually tried some. That was her first time trying bourbon. I will say. <laughs> I was so surprised. I will say, I don't think she liked it. No. She <laughs> she likes the sweet stuff, the margaritas yeah. and everything. And I do. She went, she, because we, back in the day, you know, I'm, I've known her since she was 15. When we were legal age of drinking, 21. Uh, Give her some like some whiskey. She like, oh, it burns my throat. Yeah, she just likes the sweet stuff. That's like a lot of women. Um, so I actually I, I try to push my wife sometimes to to try it when I'm drinking it, right? Yeah. And she'll, because she always likes to smell it. Mm -hmm. She's always like, oh, let me smell it, right? And so I've I've gotten to the point now where when she smells it, I'm like, well, try it. So like, she likes the she old Rick. She has expensive taste though. Let's oh, be, who could blame let's be, her? Old, let's be up old front. Rip. She, she likes the old rip, and the other night she tried the Stag Junior batch or Stag Non Junior. That's, yeah, okay. that's so weird. Now. I know the, the Stag Batch Eighteen. She tried that, and she liked it, and that's really? one hundred and thirty proof, one hundred and thirty-one. Wow. And so I was a little surprised by that, but yeah, that, I bet you like that double oak up there. Maybe. I, what's funny is, like, I'm not a huge fan of the double oak. I, I mean, it's good. But... I see you still got a lot left in there. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's, it's not one... really, I don't know, it's like a, it'd probably be good on, I don't know, like a, I don't even know if an old-fashioned would be good with that or a Manhattan. I mean, it's not bad, but the price tag with it oh, is, yeah. is what deters me, right? So, like, when, I, when I can drink... um like comparable in price because I want to say it's like fifty nine. Yeah, I think it's it, up there. Uh, yeah, I think it's, so. I can get a store pick Yellowstone in that price range. Yellowstone, yes, and it's way better. You got me hooked on that. Uh, I enjoy the Yellowstone, so especially like the store pick. 
Yeah. The one fifteen proofs are Man. phenomenal. Yeah. So and like Masano's in Ocean Springs uh has a bunch always has Yellowstone store picks and they're great. Those guys do a really good job of picking. Well that's like the uh we can go also the blue note store picks. Yeah, those yeah. too. And those are forty five bucks. Yeah. Freaking what I think one twenty one, one twenty five some of them, um, I don't know what yours I, is. Maybe. I've got a couple over that are both north of 120. Yeah. So, and I opened mine up recently, and I was like, wow, I should open this up way sooner. <laughs> yeah, and I almost got another one last week. Um, I told Ryan the story yesterday. It was the first time I've ever gone to, like, the counter with the intention of buying a bottle. Yeah. And then asking if they had anything allocated yeah. always ask right yeah. i've got one of your store picks in my hands yeah i ask and he had a uh, blanton straight from the barrel what was it what was the price on that like 5.99 or 6.99 insane right Lord. weller foolproof 5.99 one for like 2.90 i saw a guy well he had weller foolproof for 5.99 yeah, I see. Both both of those are bottles you can find secondary for two fifty. Yeah, and so after he told me, I didn't say another word to him. I turned around, I put the I put the blue note store pick back on the shelf, and I walked out. <laughs> I refused to buy it, dude. Yeah, like it was <clears throat> that's ridiculous. Yeah, so that's over <laughs> ten times. Yeah, <laughs> let's take a break. So we'll do it like. Uh, TV commentator, and we're back. <laughs> I don't even remember what we were talking about. Last. So I think we were still talking about the allocated releases and, and all that right. stuff, but we pretty much covered that now. Yeah. Um, so let's let's go ahead and do the zipper flip. Let's get that out of the way. Um, yeah. So a zipper flip is going to be where Rody is going to blind taste a bottle I have selected. I'll tell him what the MSRP is on it. I'll give him a rough range of secondary. Um, I'm not going to give you the proof or anything like that. So um, uh, I'll, I'll tell you. So I'll, I'll either do under 100 or over 100. So, okay. Um, which a lot of your secondary bottles are going to be over 100 anyway. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so we'll give uh, a range on price for secondary, a slight range on MSRP. I don't want to give you the exact number. Yeah, I'll give you um, And then you're going to try it. Don't try to guess what it is. Yeah. Just try to think about it. And so the point of this is if you got the bottle at MSRP, because that's when you're going to have the most – yeah. incentive to flip yeah. right so well imagine you got the bottle at msrp would you keep it based on knowing what the secondary value of it is okay okay so we're gonna pour it up let's do it and i'm gonna drink some with you Ooh. I like the nose. 
Can you pick anything off the nose? That, I should have thought of something right on my first nose hit because now it's not as strong. Somewhat sweet. Yeah, I was going to say like a sweet, like a wheat. Yeah. Now remember the trick I told you, just in case it's higher proof than what you're expecting. Just <laughs> let it sit. Just let it sit a little and then and then go back with it. Gotcha. It's warm. That's hot. That's good though. That's hot. But real buttery. Yep. And very flavorful. Um, and it sticks around. Good long it, finish on it. It's just about done now. But I'm going to take another sip just so I can really okay. see if I can't pick out any any kind of flavor profiles. All right, so I'm going to wow. give you the MSRP is going to be 45, 55, maybe up to $60. Um secondary is going to be somewhere between 250 and 300. So not a huge secondary value on it, but still if you're getting it at 50 bucks, 60 bucks. Yeah. You've got you got some good room on it there. Like the legs on this too just sticks to the side of the glass. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know it's That's a, what it's going It's a good quality. Yes. So 45 between 45 and 60 MSRP and you said 250, 250 to 300 secondary. So before you try to guess what it is, if you found it at MSRP, is this a bottle you would keep or flip? Sip or flip? Yep. Well, if I found this for MSRP, I would definitely sip it just because of what I've tasted. And, like, it is on the higher proof, and I'm I'm not really into real high proof stuff. Uh, I do have some that is really good. Uh, that are like 135 and they go down a lot smoother than this but the flavor on this I really enjoy I like the buttery kind of you know going yep. down the throat and really staying that flavor just really staying on your right. uh, but yeah I would definitely sip it for um, MSRP maybe not so much secondary yeah. You want me to tell you how much I would probably spend on it? Like yeah. the max? Yeah, go for it. Um I would say uh one no more than one twenty. Okay. Yeah. Any guesses on what it might be? Uh 
And what proof it might be. I'm going to say it's a 120... 128 to 131. Okay. Um, I would say stag 18. Yep. Is it? <laughs> yeah. That's a stag non-junior batch 18. Okay. So, so yeah. Pretty solid, though. I only had the, the only stag I've had was a stag 17. And it really, that's what brought me back to this. Like, yeah. When you told me that you thought it was between 128 and 131, I was like, okay, he knows yeah. exactly what it is. <laughs> but, but yeah, so it's spicy, Man, but it's good. It's, it's really like really good. Um, see, I bet if I got a stag, a lower proof stag, maybe in like the one lower 120s, I'd probably really enjoy it. Um, yeah, but for I, me personally, it's a it's. I would I would get used to it like I'm getting used to it now. Yep. But that that first hit, I was like, yeah, that's spicy. Yeah. Yeah. The first the first. <laughs> I'm glad you warned me though. Yeah. The first one or two, maybe even the third sip is is kind of warm. But then once but now, you, man. And that, now you're getting all the flavor. That flavor, that you taste, dude. Right. I really enjoy that a lot. A do lot you, better than. Do you get the cherries? I, I'm terrible about I don't, picking out cherries. I don't really get a lot of cherries. I get no. more of um I get the buttery Yeah. Even, um, almost even a butter flavor. Like I get like you know, the normal oak and vanilla. <laughs> for yeah, sure, real oak. Yeah, definitely. Um I can't remember what age. Stag juniors I think are usually in the Eight to twelve year range, but yes, brings me back to when I had the seventeen, and I think, but this is a little bit better, um, more flavors. I would say, uh, a lot more buttery. Like it really stays on your tongue and down your throat for a good solid fifteen seconds. I would say, yeah, I definitely get some of the fruity notes but like i told you earlier i'm terrible about picking out what fruit it is so yeah so i would yeah so i would sip it for uh 120 but so definitely, definitely an for MSRP, MSRP, <laughs> yeah. for sure so yeah that was good that's what i've heard with the 18 right yeah so i've heard rumors. i could only imagine what like a lot of people say like is it 12 or 13 or like yeah, so that's the batch twelve, batch thirteen. Apparently, are like the two best batches. Um, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? That, that was one of the things I was thinking the other day. I was like, if I like this one this much, Imagine. I I need to find. <laughs> I, I I know it sounds that's such a terrible thing to say, right? I need. <laughs> <laughs> a batch 13 now. So if anyone's out there have a 12 or 13, we may be interested. At MSRP. <laughs> yeah, M <laughs> yeah, MSRP. I, I might throw a 100 at you. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure, this was definitely, um, you know how I am. I, I When I find a bottle, it doesn't last very long. I tried. No. I tried to wait for today to open this. 
And you, you were at work the other night, and we were all on live. Oh, and, I didn't and, even notice that. Yeah, you're supposed to wait. And literally everybody, right, had their Stag Juniors open. So, yeah. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to open mine. I don't blame you. And because... when I tried it, I was like, holy crap, this is good. Yeah. And so I try not to get caught up in the hype of what everyone else says about a bourbon just because of what I said at the very beginning of, of, of this podcast was – everybody's going to taste different stuff. And so like I've had bottles that God, like the Elijah Craig 18 year. Yeah. Like it's getting better as it's been open, but man, was I disappointed when so I took that first sip out of right. there. I was like, Whoa, I was like $150 MSRP. And that's, that's what it tastes like. Wow. Yeah. Compared to the, some of the other bottles that you get for that price, you're like, dang. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, Cause that's MSRP. Yeah, I mean, there, I could buy, if we're talking MSRP, <laughs> I, I mean, I could buy three CYPBs for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, wow. uh, and even at its secondary price, right? So Elijah Craig 18 pulls a $240, $225 to $240 MSRP or uh, secondary value. Okay. And at $225, you are at... Weller twelve, um, two forty. You're you're almost at a straight from the barrel Blantons that I got to try that See, two weeks I've ago. Heard so much good stuff about that, dude. I got to try it two weeks ago uh, at a buddy's house, yeah. and I instantly was like, I gotta find one of these. They say it makes the regular Blantons like really like man. Blantons all, has no flavor at all. <laughs> well, so all Blantons is already single barrel. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and it's fifty nine ninety nine a bottle, MSRP. Bottling it straight from the barrel raises MSRP to here in Alabama it's one forty nine. So three times almost the the price. Yeah. There's wow. no way that they're getting three times the amount of bottles by proofing it down to ninety proof. No. All Blanton's I. I'm going to say it right now. All Blantons should be bottled straight from the barrel. All of it. Yeah. Um, I personally haven't tried it, but just from what you said and uh, a couple other people I know, like, it's pretty dang good. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I enjoyed this for sure. I appreciate you having me on here and enjoying some pours of bourbon and just having a good time. Just yeah. talking about bourbon and other different things. So Yeah, and we'll make it a, a weekly thing and, and we'll get into other stuff. Um, you know, this first first episode just trying to get through the introductions and some of the recent Alabama news with the lotteries and stuff kinda of takes some time. But yeah. um just trying to figure out, you know, everything and the flow of things and Yeah, I I, I kinda I wish we had been able to get together like last week when they broke all the news about Justin's house suburban and stuff like that. But yeah. Um kinda missed that train. There'll (laughs) be plenty plenty of other trains to hop on for sure. What's crazy about that situation they haven't like there's been no news since the news broke. So Yeah. But I would think more stuff would come to light, but Really, there hasn't been. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll get into more news stuff later down the road. I don't I don't want to be like every other podcast out there though that's breaking 
bourbon news. I, yeah. I, you know, some of the stuff I'd like to get into is just more along the lines of us just having a good time drinking some bourbon. We'll do a sipper flip every episode. Yeah. Um, until, like we, until a, we run out of bottles to sipper flip with. Be like kind of a good break of the ice, like right at the beginning, sipper flip. Yeah, but then like I know, so I I, I do want to get into in, in future episodes. I, I want to talk to you about, um, you know, you had a really uh, eventful day uh, during the tornado and stuff. And so uh, I do want to kind of dive into some of that stuff with you on on how you have learned to compartmentalize some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of veteran buddies that deal with PTSD and stuff like that. And I'd like to bring more awareness to it. I know I was talking to Ryan. He wants to bring oh, yeah, more definitely. awareness to men's mental health and how it kind of gets swept under the rug. And I'm yes. curious to see, cause I've seen it from the military side of things, right? Where, it's a taboo thing to talk about, or at least it used to be right. I've been out for a while now, but it used to be one of those things that it could end your career mm -hmm. if you, if you talked about it. And, uh, I'm curious what like local fire departments and stuff, what, how they handle those things and everything. And I don't want to get into it. Today, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was about to, <laughs> yeah. Cause we could go on for like another hour and I know, yeah. we're, I know we're losing battery here on the, uh, the camera, but, um, sure. yeah. So just looking forward, you know, uh, for anybody who might be listening to the very first episode, <laughs> uh, we're, we're going to try to branch out from just your typical bourbon tasting notes and, and stuff like that and try to, you know, dive into real world issues and, yeah. you know, how bourbon brings a community of people together and how you can create some really good friendships with some just awesome people. Through, yeah. through two ounce pours of brown water, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. And, like, I mean, I met some great people just doing this, you know? Never would have thought that. Like, and that's like when Ryan came through yesterday. Yeah. I, I was telling him, I was like, what's, what's wild is Christmas 2022. I didn't know Ryan. Yeah. True. It's February 2nd. He was, at, he was at my house yesterday <laughs> and I was at his house a week ago. And yeah. it's like, so it's just wild. You know how yeah. uh, when he came, he stayed the night at my house and that was the first time I ever met. Well, we met at Georgia meetup, but right. before that, yeah. it's like, it's just crazy. Like, and even when we were up at Georgia meetup, like all the people, yeah, we did lives and everything on TikTok, but everyone got, got up together. It was the first time for most people to see each other face to face. No arguments, just good time, good pours. And we, we had a blast. I know. I totally missed out on that, but the Nashville meetups come in. So I'm really hoping it, I can go. Well, the other would, thing is, is, uh, if we do one that's more localized, uh, yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk <laughs> about it, but that's another, there's, so there's another. a, well, there's a house on Lake Martin. That's like a yes. seven or eight bedroom house. Angela's talking about getting a boat again. We got, Oh yeah. We, we managed, we managed to sell the boat for exactly what we paid for it at the end of the season. So I was like, uh, yeah, I'm just not going to pay. For that's pretty good though. Yeah, you not, got a whole free summer. Yeah. Right. Sell it. 
buy new ones, sell it, buy new ones. Exactly. <laughs> All I was in it for was storage fees, right? Yeah, like so. So I was like, why not? Why why pay insurance, storage? Yes, during that? the off season. Yeah. So yeah. that's where like, it really costs a lot. Right. Cause... Yeah. So uh storage, boat payment, insurance, all that stuff was running as about seven hundred a month. Hmm. So where'd y'all have it uh what marina? Uh the the Singleton Marina at uh the landing. The you know landing. where the landing is? Yeah. Yeah. I funny fact. I used to work at the marina when I was 16, 15, 16 during the summertime. That's right, because you used to live at there. Real Island Marina, and it was the best time ever. Getting paid with tips of beer, we just grab a <laughs> grab a beer, throw it in the ice chest. <laughs> Five o'clock comes around. Some of the girls that uh, we gassed up their boats. It was their daddy's boat. We'll hop in on that boat and go wakeboard is oh, yeah. drinking the beer we got for tips. yeah you that man like, you just you see the kids <laughs> on the lake man that you're like yes. riding around in daddy's money yes. just throw what's funny to me is like this summer gas on the lake was like oh, six dollars a gallon see, I didn't even go out hardly i didn't go well maybe one time went out on a boat but yeah so we were going out like every weekend and we were putting so well we we would go over to it's the locals call it naked island but it's become it, – is it um, – It's that sandbar that's over by the Russell Marine. Okay, yeah. And uh, so big sandbar, everybody just kind of pulls yeah, their boats around because we had a tritune. Okay. And so we could just pull the front fronts of the pontoons yeah. up, right? And uh, Those are the best, the pontoons. You get yeah. a supporting boat. Well, we could take uh, the dog. Take, we could take yes. – you know. And uh, so everybody was pulling up there, but – You'd have these kids come through, and gas is six dollars a gallon on the lake this summer. I can't imagine what it'd be right now with gas prices oh, at almost three fifty a gallon again. 10, I bet. Maybe nine. And so, uh, you got these kids that come by, full ballast, <laughs> throwing four foot wakes, and no wakeboarder behind the boat. Oh yeah, just. <laughs> That's the sign. So we'll push to the next episode. For sure. Had a, <laughs> had a great time. It was good to get up with you. Yeah, for sure, man. So definitely so, going to do this more often. And next time we'll let you do the, uh, yeah, I'll bring the sip or flip, and then I'll have to see if he can guess it. I, it's going to be hard. Ryan guessed his. You guessed yours. So if, you I guess guess mine, three, huh? if I don't guess mine, I'm, I'm the... <laughs> I'm the guy that doesn't know anything. <laughs> no. Chris knows a lot more than me. I know for that, for a fact. Oh. But, yeah, definitely I'll I'll try to figure out a good bottle to, if I have it already open it. Sounds good, man. So, All right. Till next time. All right. Peace out, guys.